0: Hi. As I was introduced, I am Pastor Yanni, and I am the lead and founding pastor of Connect Church. And uh, you're asking how's our church uh, going. I'm glad you asked, so I can share it with you. The, as Pastor Nick said, that uh, 35 of us left uh, Rosewood in September, and God has blessed us tremendously the last three months. And uh, now have, we have been um, averaging uh, around 70 people on a Sunday morning. And uh, this morning we had uh, 80-something. I don't know the exact number. Thank you so much. And, um, and we, ha- we have been greatly blessed. And um, if you would like to come and check us out, we are, at, we are meeting Sunday mornings in the uh, Ajax Cineplex Movie Theater. And we are there at 1027. And what is the reason for 1027? Um, you, you have to come and, and you will find out. And um, um, obviously. Uh, um, what do you mean by 1027, brother? I mean 1027 a.m. Was, was, was it clear when I said 1027 for everyone? All right, so it's 10.27 a.m., not p.m., and uh, everyone is welcome. And uh, if you want to find out more information, we also have a website. It's called connectajax.com, and uh, you will find more information on that f- uh, uh, homepage, the exact address, and all that. So um, this evening, we are going to have the privilege of reading from First Thessalonians, and we are going to read from... Uh, chapter 3, from um, verse 9 to 13. Um, <clears throat> before I'm going to read these verses, I just want to talk a little bit about the background or the context of these verses so we would uh, understand them more. Um, obviously... Um, this is a letter in in our New Testament at the at the end of close to the end of our Bible, and um, Apostle Paul um, was going around in Asia and in in Europe and was uh, planting many churches, and uh, there was one church in 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 this city, and Paul wrote a letter to this to this church because um, he was concerned about the church. He he Obviously, he spent a lot of time and energy and effort of, of planting these churches, and um, he's missing this church, and he would like to be there, and he is longing, he's longing, he's trying to best to visit the churches he has, he has planted over the years, and uh, he's just missing this church. And I can actually understand his, uh, understand him and I am sure uh, many of you uh, have family members or friends who are not living uh, close to you, maybe they are in a different country, maybe they are in a different continent. And um, it's good that we can write them letters. It's good that we can call them or, or Skype them. It's good to see them and talk to them. But there's nothing like uh, um, when you are with someone that's totally different. And you cannot replace that. You can, you can create environment which are similar to that. But being with someone is just something else. And Apostle Paul was really longing to being with this congregation and... As we can see, like he wrote letters and he was trying his best, but he was missing them, and he was excited to see them and he anticipated uh, to to see this congregation again so keep keep this in mind that this, these are the feelings what what Paul was struggling with what had in his heart, in his mind and um, and he wrote um, uh, not just one but uh, a couple letters to these churches. So please stand as we read uh, the scripture, and uh, in this way we are showing our respect uh, to the Holy Scripture. So I'm going to read it, and um, you can follow in your Bible or you can follow it on your screen. This is what the Bible says: says at First Thessalonians chapter three, verse nine to thirteen, how we thank God for you. This is what Paul says. Because of you, we have great joy as we enter God's presence. Night and day, we pray earnestly for you, asking God to let us see you again to fill the gaps in your faith. May God, our Father and our Lord Jesus, bring us to you very soon. And may the Lord make your love for one another and for all people grow and overflow, just as our love for you overflows. May he as a result make your heart strong, blameless and holy as you stand before God our Father when our Lord Jesus comes again with all his holy people, amen. Let's bow our heads. Heavenly Father, as we read your scripture, we are just praying that you would bless us, that you would cleanse us. As we open up our Bibles, we are praying that you would open up our hearts, open up our minds, and you would just uh, teach us something so uh, we can move forward on the spiritual journey we are are traveling. Please uh, send your Holy Spirit and bless us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. You may be seated. So to, tonight, uh, the second uh, su- uh, Sunday of Advent, uh, our main theme, the main topic will be Anticipate. Um, and anticipating, what does this word means? Because... Um, we don't use these words uh, really often, so it means that we are expecting something, we are looking forward to, to something, to do something, or to, we are looking forward to meeting with someone, and um, I think this word really describes the season. This word has everything in it what we do in an in a Advent season because we are waiting, but we are not just waiting, but it's, it's, it's something else, it's something more. We are looking forward to we're expecting. We are kind of yearning towards uh, and just looking for, um, for a Christmas season. And when I hear this word, anticipating, a couple of different things come to my mind. And uh, probably the first one when we were anticipating our first ch- born child, I remember when uh, we we learned the news that uh, my wife is expecting a baby, and obviously we were really happy and uh, obvious, not obviously but we were planning that uh, too, and. Um, you know we started all the the usual thing. we started to paint the nursery we had to get uh, fur new furniture we had to get different clothes and and um, different stuff and toys for the baby and and after After we have done all that things, there was nothing else to do and we were just waiting. we were just anticipating and and we I, I, I remember I had to make up things uh, so, so my wife w- was busy because, you know, she was just so excited and she was like, oh, man, I, I wish that these two, free months would just, you know, go away and the baby would be here and I just really would like to see him and meet him and, and uh, well, after he was born and uh, he was a lot of work, we wished a different thing for a little bit, but... Um, that's a different story. Obviously, we love him, and obviously, we were waiting for him, we were anticipating for his coming, and, and um, it, it was a little bit hard, um, especially for Amy when things started to get uncomfortable. And then the other things what comes into my mind when I hear this word anticipating or anticipate is uh, when I had to wait for my permanent residence status. I came to Canada, and um, you know we got married with my wife, and uh, she is a Canadian citizen, and I am not and um, I applied, and uh, there was nothing. There is nothing wrong with me. You know, I had to fill out this form. Have you ever smuggled drugs across the border? I know, obviously not. Have you ever been arrested or blah, blah, blah. And, you know, nothing like that. I am a usual guy. have done nothing bad. It's nothing against the law. So, you know, I fill out this form and uh, everything is, will be fine and everything will be quick. Well, I had to wait 14 months for that. And I remember, you know, that was anticipating. That was, that was serious anticipating on my behalf. You know, I couldn't work. I was volunteering for churches. I was volunteering for, for different uh, um, Christian organizations. And um, I was just, you know, waiting. I was just waiting. And then another month, and then another month. And then after you know a year, you know, via the lawyer, so I started to call my lawyer, like, what's going on here? I'm just, you know, being home playing with my fingers, and there's nothing, uh, what, what, There's nothing you can do. Come on, I mean, it's always, it's it's more than a year now. So anyhow, obviously, I got my papers and everything is good, and I try not to remember that. But that was, it, it, that was anticipating. Um, I remember day by day, I, I lived in, in, the, in this whole idea of just, just waiting for something and looking forward for something. So uh, today I brought a couple of things what I, what I found in this scripture, what we can learn about anticipating. So number one, it says, good anticipating is waiting patiently. Good anticipating is waiting patiently. In First Thessalonians uh, chapter 3, verse 11, um, it says, May God, our Father, um, and our Lord Jesus brings us to you very soon. And uh, in verse verse 10, I want to read that too, because that's important too. Night and day, we pray earnestly for you, asking God to let us see you again, to fill the gaps in your faith. So, we can see, uh, especially in verse 11, that Paul was really excited He really wanted to be at the church, and I was talking about this that he just really wanted to go. He just really wanted to be there. He just really wanted to bless the church and help out the church. But then in verse 10, uh, we can see that what was he doing? He was patiently praying. He was not complaining, he was not grumbling, he was not whining, he was just patiently praying. And uh, this is the free p of, of this, uh, in this Bible verse, what we can learn is that Paul is patiently praying. And uh, we can learn from him. We can learn from these verse, We can learn from, from Apostle Paul because he was patiently praying. And I think uh, in our time, in our age, it's actually really difficult to do. Um, I'm not sure why. But in our society, in our time, we want everything right now. A couple of days ago, I had to go and I had to print off a couple of things for, for our church, for our Connect Church. And there was a gentleman in front of me. And I didn't want to hear what he was saying, but he was kind of uh, angry for some reason, so he was yelling. So it was really hard not to hear him as he was yelling. And uh, they asked him, so okay, so when do you want this printing to be done? And you know, he said, I want it yesterday. And uh, I was like, Whoa! Like, where is this coming from? And then he waited one second and he said, You know what? I want it the day before yesterday. And uh, and um, it made me think: We we not even want things now. Yesterday. Now we want things the day before yesterday. If we are going in the same direction, maybe I will hear people in the next couple of years saying that I want things one week before or one month earlier or something like that. So we we just become so impatient. We are living in a in a in a time when everything is everything is fast. But everything is freshly prepared, and everything is warm, and everything is hot, just the way we want it, just the, the time we want it, and, and we, get, we get used to this. And, um, and I, I feel, and I think that maybe in our spiritual lives, we are expecting the same thing. As we live our spiritual lives and we we interacting with, uh, with God and with Jesus Christ and, and with the Holy Spirit, we, we want things yesterday. And, and we lost the, the, the capability of, of waiting patiently. I remember when I was a child and um, uh, growing up, um, I had to go somewhere with my mom, and I don't remember where we went, but we got there and we had to wait for hours, and I didn't have, um, you know, a Game Boy or a phone or anything to play with, and I, I remember just sitting there with my mom, and, and I was just waiting and waiting and waiting, and I don't know what happened, but now... Even today, if 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 I if I sit down and if I have more than two or three minutes to myself, I feel that I am bored. And so, I just want to point this out that this is this is what this is the kind of life we are living. And um, I just wanna I just wanna tell you that you should pay attention to yourselves in this Advent season, that you don't become. Um, this aggressive and uh, uh, not capable of, of waiting patiently because good anticipating is waiting patiently. And I believe that our Advent season and especially our Christmas season will be blessed if we are able to wait patiently. If we are able to wait patiently, then we are going to be able to celebrate the, the way how God wants us to celebrate Christmas. So remember this, and don't forget, good anticipating is waiting patiently. Number two is good anticipating is overflowing love. First um, Thessalonians chapter 3 and 12 says, And may the Lord make your love for one another and for all people grow, and overflow, just as our love for you overflows. Isn't that a beautiful word? It's talking about the overflowing love. And at Connect Church, at our church, this is what we are trying to show people, not just in the Advent season, but um, every every part and every time in a year. Um, A couple of uh, weeks ago, there was a lady who... Who um, lost her her brother, and then she also got sick. So we decided at the church that we are going to bless her and bring her meals. And uh, you know, we brought her day by day uh, meals, and uh, she really appreciated that. And that's how we try to show our overflowing love towards her. Um, a, a couple the next weekend, there was this uh, young lady in our church, and she just lives on her own in a basement, but she needed to move, and obviously, she couldn't move her stuff for on her own, so we have a We have a connect care team in our church. So four or five of our men, we came together, we went there, and we we were helping her to move. And obviously, these are just a couple of examples what I am giving you, and I am sure that your church does something similar. Rosewood Church is trying to show overflowing love in a similar way or or other ways with the clothes drive, with the food, and, and so on and so on. But it, it's, it's because we want to show them. It's not just we want to help them. We just want to show them that, that the love that we have towards them. And um, at the Advent season, many times I'm, I, I see that um, I have limited resources. I have limited uh, financial resources. What am I trying to say here? Is um, as I, am, as I am just living my life and I go to the mall or go to the store and buy stuff, now every corner or every, every step, there are people asking for money. Please donate for this. Please donate for that. And I, I would love to help all these charities. And I would love to be a blessing to, to these organizations because I'm sure that they are doing a good job, whatever they are trying to do. But after a while, you know, you, you just cannot give uh, money to, for everything. And, um, and I remember feeling bad about that. But obviously, I am, I'm trying to be generous just as much as I can. But I had to realize that I, I have limited resources. I have limited financial resources. But um, I know and I realized that I have limitless spiritual resources. And if someone is in need in my church or in my community, I can never say no to the uh, if she asks for help, if she needs some encouragement, if, if, if any other way there is how we can be a blessing, then we, we are never allowed to say no. Because God asks us to love one another, so when we are loving one another, when there is a need uh, in, in, in our neighborhood, then that person becomes our neighbor, and we have to be a blessing to that person. So we have limitless uh, spiritual resources, so we have to be a help and an encouragement so i 'm um, not sure what uh, how, how are different ways your church is trying to help, but maybe you have an idea at this Advent season. Share it with your senior pastor. Maybe we can be a blessing to different uh, uh, people in our church, in our, in our community. Or maybe you don't have an idea. That's fine. You can find out different ways how the church is already trying to help and just be a part of it. Show the overflowing love uh, towards one another because um, the overflowing love is the reason for the season. You know, you know this expression is Jesus is the reason for the season. But now I'm saying is the overflowing love, what we experience through Jesus Christ is the reason for the season. When when we see Jesus Christ who came down and became one of us, we see that the abundant source of love, what we, what we can experience in our Heavenly Father, He loves us so much that we can't even understand that. He loves us so much that this love is just, it just never ends and it just keeps coming and it keeps coming and it keeps coming all to the point where it's, it overflows. It fills us up to the point where it overflows. And the question is, what are you doing with this overflowing love? I, I love we love to receive this love from God, but what do we do with the surplus that we have? What do we do with this overflowing love Are we giving this away? Are we trying to bless others in our church and people outside in our church, or we are just trying to keep it? Well, guess what? You cannot keep this love. It's kind of like when you are trying to keep the water in your your hand. You know, the water is coming, you open up a tap, and you're trying to hold water in your hand. just between your fingers slowly and slowly the water will go through and, and you will be able to just hold a little bit in, in, in the middle of your palm. And we cannot, we cannot be like that. We cannot uh, hold this in our hand. We have to, you know, fill glasses and, and give it away and, and bless others. So what I'm just trying to say here is at the Advent season that the good anticipating is overflowing love. A good way of spending Advent is when we show this overflowing love towards others in our church, in our our community. All right? Is that clear? Say yes. Yes. All right. Um, Good anticipating is staying holy. Verse 13, 1 Thessalonians chapter nine, verse 13 says, "May He, as God, as a result, make your heart strong, blameless and holy as you stand before God, our Father, uh, when our Lord Jesus comes again with all His holy people." The good anticipating is staying holy. We need these four weeks before Christmas to examine ourselves. Um, we have to really watch ourselves in this Christmas season. It's just because, again, there's so many things going around us which can really change our focus and just um, lose the whole, uh, whole reason for this season. May he, as a result, make your hearts strong blameless and holy when our Lord Jesus comes. Holiness really comes from the Holy Spirit. Holiness is not something what we create in ourselves, but much more of listening and paying attention to the Holy Spirit who is trying to change our hearts, our minds, and transform our our lives and our churches. So we have to be really in tune and we have to we have to really focus uh, on our God and and on the Holy Spirit because a good Advent season is staying holy. We really have to try that because we are going to lose the whole reason for this season. And at last, but not at least, good anticipating is looking into the far, far future. In verse um, 13b, we can read this, is that, you know, we are asking, we are going to stand before God our Father when our Lord Jesus comes again with all His holy people. When we are anticipating in the Advent season, we are not only looking for for this Christmas, but we are looking far, far ahead when Jesus will come back. Or maybe it will not be that far, far ahead. We don't know. But we have to look past this Christmas. We have to look past this Christmas celebration because the real advent, the good anticipating is looking into the far future. And when we look into the far future, we look further, our perspective changes. A lot of things uh, which was important um, before it becomes unimportant. And things which were not important become, becomes important in our lives. Because really our, our perspective change. And the good things, the good things when we look further ahead, when we look into the promise of heaven, into the promise of, um, into the future when, when Jesus will come back and judge us and just judge all of us, we, we feel that we can experience that the problems look smaller the burdens are not so heavy because we, we have this good promise we have this this good uh, opportunity just one day to celebrate with Jesus Christ in heaven, but also not just um, as I said, our goals shift, so not just our problems and the negative things get smaller, but also um, many times we identify Different goals in, in our lives, and and maybe they are not the best goals. And uh, when we look into into that into that future when Jesus will come back and judge us, those goals uh, we will rearrange them, and we will find different goals. And and that's again just the work of the Holy Spirit. He transforms us, and uh, and I I just enjoy being in the in, in, in the. Just so close to the Holy Spirit, when you can feel that He's changing your heart, He's changing your mind, and He He's just uh, showing you a best goal. He's just showing you a best future. He's just showing you a best a better path, and 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 this is just a blessing to all of us. So um good anticipating is looking into the far future so at this advent season i just wanted to open up your heart or your eyes and to remind you that we we are we have to look uh look past this this christmas season this christmas celebration so i encourage you anticipate and uh, and uh I just want to encourage you just to do good anticipating because that will be a blessing to you, to your family, and to your church.